everybody. I'm Bill Rabinowitz along with Joey Coffin. And we are here outside the Woody on a very, it's a fall-like Tuesday, right? I mean, it's kind of chilly out here. It, it feels is. like football. It's football weather has football. arrived here. That's why I wore a sweatshirt. <laughs> no, it's because you're from California and you don't, don't have to deal with this. And the shorts. And the shorts. It's, it's the best time, it's the best weather of the year, sweatshirt and shorts weather. Okay. We are Last here. three weeks. We're, we're, we just talked with Ohio State coach Ryan Day, defensive coordinator Jim Knowles, and quarterback C.J. Stroud after the Arkansas State victory, 45-12 uh, over Arkansas State. Ohio State plays Toledo Saturday night, primetime game. Uh, obviously a max school. Ohio State's never lost to a max school. It hasn't lost to an in-state rival. Can't even call it a rival. Since 1921. So Ohio State's a 31-point favorite. What are you expecting, Joey? Well, I thought Ryan Day gave a, a good analogy uh, when he was talking with the media at his noon press conference. He talked about you go to a bar and you're going to go hear a, a piano player. You want to hear the piano player play well. If you're going to Madison Square Garden to uh, see a performance, you want to see them perform. And so I guess the analogy applies if you're going to the horseshoe at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. You want to see the Buckeyes play a good game against Toledo, even though they're four touchdown or so favorites. They're they're expected to win heavily, right. but they want to play above the level of competition. They want to play like a team that can win a national championship and keep showing some progress. And that's been Ryan Day's mantra for an entire year, is competitive stamina, competitive excellence. doesn't matter who we're playing. We're Ohio State. We have our standard. We're not going to we're going to sink to anybody else's. But, you know, he was complimentary of, of Toledo. And Toledo is a good MAC program. They, they've been frustrated that they haven't won the MAC lately. But they recruit at a pretty high level. Uh, they've got some players. Dallas Gant, former Ohio State player, is a standout for the Rockets right now. Uh, they have a, a dual-threat quarterback who's, who's pretty good. So, you know, should Ohio State win comfortably? Yes, they should. But, uh, you know, this is not like playing Akron last year where you walked in and you just knew they were over a match. I mean, last year they rested C.J. Stroud because of a shoulder just let Kyle McCord play because they, they knew there was no chance that Akron was going to beat him. So, you know, a, a bit of a different animal. Yeah, I think that's a fair fair uh, distinction to make because there this is a little different of a, of a caliber of a MAC program. You look at the, the two 24-7 sports talent composite rankings, which grades teams' rosters, and the recruiting classes. Toledo is the most talented roster in the MAC. So this isn't like maybe some of the other teams that have come to the horseshoe over the last couple of years. As you said, Akron last year, Miami, Ohio came here in 2019. Ohio State won 26-5. to Toledo went to Notre Dame last year and gave the Irish a scare. They didn't do what Marshall did last Saturday, but they, but they were within a field goal of, of the Irish. So I don't think they're going to hold back against Ohio State. And they have... Some guys, like their quarterback, Taquan Finn, who's a dual-threat guy, former uh, Mr. Football in the state of Michigan, who could give them some fits at times. So I don't think this is going to be a case like Akron last year where it felt like that was just almost a walkthrough at times. Right. By the way, if you're enjoying this podcast, um, please subscribe to all of our different things. Even if you're not dispatch. enjoying it, subscribe. <laughs> who would enjoy this? Um, I don't know. You know, when... For Ohio State, there are things to work on. Yes, they, they beat Notre Dame, which obviously that win doesn't look so you know as good anymore after Notre Dame lost to Marshall. Um, you know they were spotty against against Arkansas State. They had four three and outs on offense, even though they did score forty five points. There's room for improvement. 
Uh, you know, kind of the news today, if you want to call it that, is Ryan Day updated the status of Jackson Smith and Jigman and Julian Fleming. Yeah, I'm surprised we actually didn't lead with that, but we'll see how the week progresses. The expectation on Tuesday, they were talking, is that Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to play. So is Julian Fleming, who uh, was also out last week, and, and Fleming missed the first game as well. Uh, they haven't gone through their full week of practice yet, but, but right now they're trending in a direction where they're going to play. Ryan Day said they're moving around better again we'll see as, as the week yeah. unfolds and they've expressed some caution that they don't want to play either of those guys unless they're a hundred percent but that's encouraging news for the Buckeyes and the same goes with uh, defensive tackle Mike Hall Ryan Day said that's an uh an encouraging situation as well uh he's been one of their most dis- disruptive defenders five tackles for a loss this year and then in the third quarter against Arkansas State last Saturday uh, got some medical attention. Looked like maybe one of his shoulders was hurt. Trainers were looking at his left shoulder area. Ryan Day said the prognosis is encouraging for him, so he doesn't like he's going to miss any time. Right. Um, for Ohio State, I, I think one of the priorities has got to be cutting down on the penalties. They have 160 yards of penalties. That's 117th out of 131 uh, teams in the country, and that's that's just unacceptable. I mean, look, penalties are going to happen, and some penalties are, are much more forgivable than others. If you're if you're being aggressive and you and that happens, but roughing penalties on sportsmen like conduct penalties and there have been several of those. That's the stuff that Ryan Day really has no tolerance for. I think the real frustration with the penalties too when they were playing Arkansas State is they just gift wrap them some, right. some yards where it looked like they were going to get off the field uh, on a punt. It's Charlie uh, Mitchell gets called for leaping over the the pile and. Arkansas State gets a first down. Denzel Burke commits a pass interference penalty, another first down for Arkansas State. It was, I think, a 56-yard drive, and 30 of those were Ohio State penalty yards. So Ohio yeah. State had more penalty yards on the drive than Arkansas State had total yards of offense. You yeah. don't want to let a team like that hang around. And I think for Ohio State, too, the important thing when you're playing a team like Toledo is this is the opportunity really for guys who are lower on your depth chart, your, your second string, your third string, you want to get them a lot of reps in this game, and I think you want to have this game cleaned up. <laughs> and you're up big at halftime, so in the third quarter you can start getting Kyle right. McCord some playing time. He didn't really get a series until the fourth quarter, and they didn't have to do all that much. You do the yeah. swing pass to, to, to Dallin Hayden, handed the ball off. Didn't really get to, to, maybe, to, to a little rip downfield, but that's because he's not going in the game to the fourth quarter. Yeah. If he goes in the third quarter, it's a little different. So they held Arkansas State without a touchdown last week but they kept kicking field goals. I don't think they were up as to the comfortable enough margin where they wanted to maybe empty the, the bench. And this was interesting, too. Ryan Day on Saturday characterized the defense as bend but don't break. And when Jim Knowles was asked about it today, you could almost see he did not like that at all. Not that Ryan Day described it that way, but does not want to be a bend but don't break defense. He wants to get off the field as soon as possible, get the defense the ball as soon as possible, and, and you know, not – that, it was. I thought that was quite kind of noticeable. Yeah, he uh, and I kind of get it. I think he said uh, he just before he has this aggressiveness to his defense, yeah. and he says too his job as the defensive coordinator and for this defense is to get the offense the ball back, get, get the offense the ball back as quickly as possible. There's there's not really any purpose for them to just let the other team have a six minute drive. Right. And milk clock. I mean, they want to get off the field on third down and get the ball back to CJ Stroud and let those guys uh, 
Cook because I mean that's why he was he was hired. I mean he, right. his aggressive defense. He's going to cause havoc in the backfield and get off the field on third down. Every down the defense plays is a down the offense is not playing. And and when you have an explosive offense like Ohio State has, you know a a twelve play drive for a field goal in some ways is more I don't know, damaging the word, but is maybe worse than a, a three-play drive that allows a touchdown because you don't want the clock to get chewed up. I mean, obviously, you, you want to hold them to as few points as possible and no points, but they don't want to have the offense sitting on the sidelines. And, and I think they're very like-minded in terms of their aggressiveness. Ryan Day is, is the guy who runs the offense and Jim Knowles who runs the defense. They want to do what they want to do now. You know, it's not just grinding. This is not Woody Hayes' football. It's not Jim Trestle football. This is attack, attack, attack. Well, I think, too, the other thing is that that's been the recipe for teams to beat Ohio State over the last decade. When Ohio State has been upset, it's because they've played a team that can have these long, sustaining drives. And I think part of the what made Knowles attractive was today was that he was <laughs> that was not going to be their, their defensive mindset or philosophy. I think it's good they held them to field goals last week against Arkansas State, but the drive should have been maybe cut cut down sooner. Right. Well, we will have much more to say later in the week and, and of course, after the game on Saturday. Uh, thank you very much for watching.